Welcome to the Liberty Block. This is Elliot Axelman. Sorry, I'm frustrated. This is take three for this video and podcast. I recently found out about a very disturbing bill. Senate Bill 138, SB 138, is a bipartisan bill sponsored by five senators who are Democrats and five senators who are Republicans and two Democratic state reps and one Republican state rep. The bill capitalizes on the broad frustration among the many people of the public who are very upset and confused about the increased price of goods over the past few months in the context of the pandemic and the accompanying mostly government-manufactured recession and shortage of many uh, products and services. So naturally, with the laws of supply and demand, the cost has gone up for a lot of these things because of the increased costs of production and distribution and compliance and every company has to pay half their workers to sit at home for 14 days at a time whenever they are exposed to anyone with any symptoms of an illness and they have to pay for millions of masks and sanitizer and so on and so forth so with increased costs means companies can either go bankrupt or fire all of their employees and then go out of business or they can increase the cost correspondingly of their goods and services right supply and demand it's cost and benefit it's ins and outs revenue and and uh, spending you know simple economics but again socialists don't understand or willfully ignore simple economics now disappointing that five republicans in the senate and the republican state rep are co-sponsoring this bill but again maybe they're misinformed maybe they're they're publicly misguiding the pub the uh the public on purpose the bill essentially makes it illegal to for anyone to sell any necessity which the bill defines and it's all in the article i quote the bill it defines as pretty much anything any item or anything considered vital or necessary any good product or service considered vital or necessary and it lists a few of them all clothes all food for humans and animals all medications all uh, you know, clothing shoes and, and uh fuel and anything for electricity and, and uh, any utensils or tools pretty much anything anything necessary it makes it illegal to sell those things for more than 15% of the cost that it normally sells for in the case of a, of a market disruption. And it says that the governor, I mean, the dictator, we're calling them dictators from now on, they can invoke this law whenever there is a market disruption or whenever they feel that a market disruption is imminent, which again gives the dictator carte blanche powers to, to invoke this, this new Senate Bill 138. So... I'm not going to do the whole 13-minute video and podcast explanation again. We have a, a video by a, a great liberty organization that explains why price gouging is not only moral but also good for the economy as far as the efficiency of the allocation of scarce resources, which is the basis of economics. It's the, the law that governs economics, whether you like it or not, kind of like gravity. Sometimes I don't like gravity. I've fallen many times, um, and obviously gravity was to blame, but I wouldn't call for banning gravity because that's nonsensical and ridiculous and couldn't really uh work anyway but you know these laws are pretty concrete there's nothing you can do about these laws you can't uh change these laws that they're they're natural in this world and that's supply and demand as demand goes up or supply goes down it means that the price will go up i gave an example last time and i did this years ago after hurricane harvey I believe in Texas caused some shortages and there was some price gouging with, with water. A case of water would sell for normally $4. Now it sold for like, I don't know, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks. And I, I thought it was pretty messed up and I was upset because I used to be misguided. And then I learned basic economics and I realized that price gouging 
is natural and it's actually good for the seller because if they couldn't sell it at a higher cost, they couldn't break even because it costs more during a hurricane to transport. All those trucks transporting cases of water driving through a hurricane, you have to pay your trucker more. And it takes more time and more fuel and more risk and all that. And as, again, supply change and, and everything costs more, you have to increase the price for the end consumer. Otherwise, it's not worth it. If it's not worth it to sell it, they won't sell it. And then you have no water. So that's number one, the increased costs. Number two, the reason price gouging is actually a good thing. Again, I don't love it. I don't like when things get more expensive. But another reason that it's good as far as efficiency for the economy, the collective economy, for all those who love collectivism, is the higher the cost, there's some prohibitive cost increases, meaning if a gallon of milk is normally $1.50 and it's $1.50 even during a uh, economic crisis of some sort, for instance, a political government-created economic crisis, the person who goes to the store first might buy all the milk and then price gouge it themselves or hoard it themselves. They might buy all the bread, they might buy all of the toilet paper. And we saw people hoarding toilet paper. What stops hoarding? Well, the easiest way to stop hoarding is the price going up naturally because again, supply and demand, it's always a seesaw, it goes up and down. So every second it's perpetually uh, altering the price. If it costs more, if it costs 80 bucks for a case of toilet paper, that person is more likely to buy only as much as they really need from the next week or so or month. They're not gonna buy all the toilet paper in the world. They're not gonna buy 30 gallons of milk if each one's five bucks instead of $1. Make sense? So it actually allows for me, because I I work weird hours, and I go to the store after some other people get to the store at 7 a.m. when it opens, and if it's $5 or whatever the corresponding increase in price is, it means that there will still be some left by the time I got there because people are not going to buy it when it's more expensive. Make sense? So again, two big reasons. And we talk about principle a lot. I'm principled. Sorry. I have principles. I believe that stealing is wrong. I believe that coercion is wrong. I'm a voluntarist. I believe everything should be consensual and voluntary. I believe that transactions should require consent from both parties. So I don't believe in murder or theft, assault. So on principle, I believe that no politician should make it illegal for anyone to buy or sell anything as long as both parties, the seller and the buyer, consent to the transaction. Remember, the whole thing is that they're banning something that's still consensual because they say, well, profiteers, those greedy capitalists could take advantage of you. They're taking advantage of you. Oh, they call it consumer protection. Isn't there a federal agency, the CPB, the Consumer Protection Bureau or something? I don't know. They they call it consumer protection. They don't call it the, the Department of Communism, the anti-freedom, anti-capitalist division department. They call it consumer protection. We're babies. We're dumb peasants, slave fool idiots, losers with no brains who need to be protected by the government. Our... Thank you, our lords, our genius, almighty, all-knowing, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent politicians for saving us and protecting us from those capitalists who want to do evil things like sell us things that we consent to and take our money when we give them that money and we agree upon the sale price. Oh, how evil. So they call it consumer protection, and they think we need to be protected from the natural laws of supply and demand. Kind of like how I said earlier. They're trying to, it would be like protecting us from those those horrible, violent laws of gravity. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Can the government stop you from falling? 100% guarantee I'll never fall again? Yeah. If they put me in a small prison cell for my life, but then I would have no freedom, right? The cost of politicians protecting you and making sure you're always totally safe and secure and healthy has a corresponding loss of freedom. 
So it's on a scale, it's on a seesaw, and it's an inverse relationship, right? Very often, the more the government protects you from health and safety hazards, the less freedom you have. They can ban all cigarettes and cheeseburgers and alcohol. It would make us safer. It would. I'm a paramedic. I know it. I've written about it. It would make us a lot safer if they banned all alcohol, cheeseburgers, smoking, all, all drugs. But we'd have less freedom, right? And what's the point of living without freedom? As we say in New Hampshire, live for your die, right? So the moral of the story is we don't need protection from consensual agreements. Oh, you don't want to um, have sex with that person even though you consent because you're a fool. We need to protect you from that. Maybe parents could do that for an 18-year-old, maybe. But should our politicians be playing the role of mommy and daddy, even for us adults? I'm an adult. I'm a big boy. I can decide whether I want to buy toilet paper for 7 bucks on my own. I don't need to be protected. If you make it illegal for them to sell it, they will not sell it. And this is disastrous. I should have mentioned this earlier. This is disastrous for the economy. Like I said, they don't sell toilet paper because they're greedy bastards. And, you know, if they do, that's fine, too, because people are allowed to be greedy bastards. Politicians are anyway, but people in, in free markets are free to do whatever they want. They can sell it for a high price, and if it's not truly, the cost is not truly that high and, and is excessive, then the market will determine that. Someone else will undercut them, and I'll buy from their competitor for a lower cost, and that's what brings the cost down, competition. I know you socialists hate that C word, competition. You don't like freedom and competition in the market. But if you don't let them sell a product for the cost that it does, the price that it really costs for them to produce and then bring it to the point of sale. For instance, you know, I was talking about toilet paper shortages created by the government. I don't know where the, the Charmin factories or the Walmart factories are, or toilet paper or whoever else makes toilet paper. Let's say they're in the middle of the country, Kansas, right? Let's say they're in Kansas. And it takes them a certain amount to produce it. And because all their workers have to have masks now and be given 14 days off every other day, it costs them 17 times as much to produce toilet paper. Also, truckers need to be given masks and COVID um, restrictions and, and, and uh, COVID accommodations and all that. To get it to the point of sale costs 35 times as much as usual. Maybe that's excessive. Maybe it costs double as much as usual for them to get toilet paper from their factory to make it because everything costs more, every step of the process. And again, a lot of naive fools don't understand the econo economics. You gotta watch iPencil, I'll link to that too. There's a, there are a lot of stats in making toilet paper. There's the paper, they need to get the paper from a tree or wherever they get it from. All the workers who put it together, who make the toilet paper rolls and the cardboard and the plastic around it and all the package, other packaging and all the trucker and all the trucker has to get gas. If gas is more expensive, that affects the price at the end point of sale as well. And all the other factors and the whole factory and just heating the factory and electricity. And if cost of electricity goes up for the whole toilet paper factory, the price has to go up of toilet paper, right? So everything affects the price. And again, idiots don't want to hear this. They want to hear, mommy, daddy, protect me. We need consumer protection. That's all they want to hear. They don't realize that there are real costs that go into making things. If it were so easy to make a toilet paper factory, you'd make one, right? Why don't you go make a toilet paper factory and sell it for a uh, dollar per case of 48 rolls of toilet paper, if it's that easy, right? So if they are forbidden, if this bill passes and they're forbidden from selling it for 15% more, which is not much, um, instead of like, you know, $2, now it's what, $2.30, if my math is correct. So 15% of an increase is not that much. If they're forbidden from doing that, they won't sell it. It won't be worth it. 
Because again, businesses are in operation for one reason, to make profit. And they like making increasing profits so they can, and, and growth, more revenue, more profits. If they can't make any profit because it costs them $5 to produce toilet paper and you're not allowed to sell it for more than $2 because this ridiculous communist fascist authoritarian law passes and the dictator invokes a market disruption, whatever that means, then they just won't sell toilet paper. They won't sell milk. We won't have bread. This, so this is actually disastrous for the economy. So I hope this bill does not pass. Anyway, thanks for listening to my rant. It's important that you email the Senate Commerce Committee and tell them to oppose this bill with everything they have, even though a bunch of the senators sponsored this bill, so I'm sure they like it. But they're socialists. And call them socialists. Email them and say, hey, dear socialists, please uh, don't support this bill. It's anti-freedom. It's unconstitutional, immoral, illegal, unethical, and unpractical. Email all your state reps, all your senators, email the committee, email all, you know, all the senators, email everyone, email Dictator Sununu, tell him to veto the bill if it gets to him, because it is communist in nature. And check out libertyblock.com, I just published the article a few minutes ago. And let me know what you think. Let me know if I'm missing something. God, I hope I am. And that's all for today. Thank you.